This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, we talk about playing with our kids and speak with blogger Janelle Hanchett of RenegadeMothering.com. Woo! Wow! Hi, Teresa. Hi, Biz. How you doing? Oh, I'm up and down, and I'm all (laughs) over town. (laughs) Well, before we get into that, I feel great finally. Now, go ahead. Tell me all about that's so great so, yeah, for you. Yeah, I'm just, so glad. It's just amazing. And you look beautiful. I do. And you I'm smell beautiful. I know. But how are you? <laughs> um, no, I'm actually totally fine. I'm just having major, I guess, hormonal mood swings. Either that or I've just sure, turned into hormonal. an asshole. <laughs> I know. I, you have to blame it on something. I know. You don't want to think that it's it that it, actually This is just is how you. I am. Yeah. It just turns out this is how I am. I haven't been like totally just miserable nonstop, but I've been really up and down. So right. I'll have those How, moments. Like real quick. Okay. In case this is for some weird reason, the first show you've decided to listen to on One Bad Mother. Oh, yeah. Teresa, you are... I'm 15 weeks 15 pregnant. weeks pregnant. Yes. Okay. So, go ahead. <sighs> um. Yeah, no, I'm just, at like one minute, I'll just be like, like I'll have like a great afternoon. Yeah. I'm just like, stuff is like fucking great like everything is great and then like sure enough like first thing the next morning I'll wake up just like I can't go on this way just totally miserable just crying Ah. angry Um, yeah it's really fun you should come over and I will never come over I just don't go over to anybody's house Um, how about you you're not having any uh, well okay actually see I I think I was so wrapped up. For and how far along are you? I uh, am just a little bit under 11 weeks, like okay. almost 11 weeks. Okay. Um, and it is, I I used to try to never blame being a jerk on the hormones uh-huh. because I just never, I don't know, I always like in the back of my mind was like, that's just some sort of manipulative thing that the man created to like keep us from like rising to power, you know, like yeah. whatever. Um, but <laughs> well, they have them too. Well, who, men? Men have hormonal mood swings. Yeah, but no one cares. No one says they can't be president of the United States because they might, their hormones might react <laughs> and they might true. push a button. That's um, true. I'm just saying. That's yeah. The... So I always try to not let it control okay. me. All right. Um, How's that going? Oh, <laughs> great. Uh, no, I guess the last couple of weeks, I, I go through little phases where I never get like super cry because uh-huh. I like to repress all sadness sure. just like until like a Pixar movie comes on and then like and let it all go then oh, sure. <laughs> very ugly um, but like the other day I said to Stefan I was just like I just blank warning I can I know I'm being short with you I know that everything you're saying I'm snapping it and I cannot control it I hear it coming out of my <laughs> mouth I feel like the anger towards you and like I mean it's and it's like you know can you finish filling up Katie Bell's milk and he'll like go to the fridge to get the milk and I'm like it's on the table right like why right. don't you just like look around yeah. you know and he's like it's milk man <laughs> yeah. and I was like so just sweeping blank apology I cannot control I'm trying so hard to keep my mouth oh. shut and I can't yeah. so uh, it's just basically me amped up 
okay. 20 times. Right. But other than that, I actually, I, I don't, and I also don't remember with the with Katie Bell having like the super crazy. I uh-huh. mean, you know, like usually it's just like a heightened sense of irritability. Yeah. Um, There's definitely that. Yeah. Going on. <laughs> Teresa is giving me like the evil eye. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit of that. Going There's a on. little irritation. Yeah, a little irritation. Maybe. <laughs> towards me. Anyway, let's move on to our topic of the week, shall we? The weird thing <laughs> is, is because there's a really bright window behind your oh. head, I can't really see your face, like, at all. So I think <laughs> that might affect, like, the expression that's on my face, because I'm just kind of looking at your, like, my, Just like an shadow. aura. Like, it's yeah. more of, like, well, that's that's pretty much how everybody views me. Just this amazing <laughs> radiant aura coming back. Too bright. Don't look directly at me. She's just too bright and beautiful to take in. Uh, as I sit here and sweat pours off of me. Um, well, I'm sorry. That does oh, suck. That's all right. No apology necessary. You did it to yourself. Yeah, no, it's it's my own fault for wanting to have another child. Um, let's get into our topic of the week, which this week is all about playtime with children. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Playtime. Playtime. So, Teresa... Do you like playing with Simon? (laughs) (laughs) No. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Let's take it back. I I think we can do some. So, Teresa and I, uh, her Simon is. How old is he? He's 21 months. He'll be two in August. All right. Two in August. So, he's like one and three quarters. Right. Katie Bell's going to be four in August. Right. All right. So, that's the age difference that we're talking about here in our play experiences. Um, we're going to do a sweeping Blake statement about the birth to yeah. about seven months. Yeah, because we don't remember it that well, so we're just going to, like— They don't do anything. No. They can't even lift their head up. I mean, that's like—I had a friend come over and said, this is really the boring—they're, like, really boring right now because like, oh, they can't do anything. Oh, my God, I would have been so mad. Jesse said <laughs> stuff like that to me about Simon, and it, like, made me cry. I was like, are you paying any attention to him? He's amazing. Uh, big surprise, everybody. Teresa and I have two totally different views on our, like, beautiful windows of time, of yeah. ages with Everybody kids. has, like, a different But, I mean, they can't play is, is what I'm trying to say. But they can play. They can totally play. Like, they're, la- they're well, laying back right, and making time. faces them, right. you're talking to them, you're singing to them. They're totally like I just kept Katie Bell in a closet sure, for the first six months. Of course um, you did. <laughs> uh, and then around seven to eight months, they start getting the like, you know, you're working on the tummy time and the crawling and the like lifting. They're sitting up they're sitting and they're up, pulling themselves up Holding things. And, and, yeah. um, so, you know, in retrospect for that time for me, yeah, we were totally playing with Katie Bell during that time. Of course you. know, you. But I do remember, <laughs> I do remember, we got our babysitter we started getting a babysitter to come in a couple of hours uh, a couple of days a week uh when i was trying to get back to work and i remember coming home one day and seeing the babysitter with katie bell and the like uh rainbow stacker you know that like Mm -hmm. you know fisher price rainbow stacker we all know what i'm talking about and um and she's taken off each ring and she's like red Mm -hmm. (laughs) she's playing with a green yeah i was like what? <laughs> You're identifying the color. 
I'm sure at some point in time I had been doing that with Katie Bell. But, like, at the moment I was like, I've just been, like, talking to my kid, but not about, like, learning things. And I was just like, (gasps) that's what I'm supposed to be doing. It was always, like, weirder to see somebody else playing with Katie Bell. But I'm like, what am I doing with her? Yeah. Um, But, uh, yeah, I, I, I will go ahead and preface this with, uh, this was not my, like, in terms of what I was looking forward to and uh-huh. having a kid, I really like a much more interactive playing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for me, it was a lot of hours of how am I going to fill this mm-hmm. time once she started, like, that sort of seven months to a year old. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. But you're you're kind of in that. You're, like, you're in the year and a half window well okay so for me yeah I as soon as he was like like for me the like seven eight nine ten months was actually kind of a tricky time because mm. um all of a sudden he was very active but he also couldn't really do very much so it was right. like I finally figured out I could start taking him to swim class at yeah. that point which was really great because like basically he just wanted to do stuff but then it was like he couldn't really do that much stuff so that was that was just sort of a tricky time. But then all of a sudden, at like 11 months, he was walking. Right. And so once he could walk more, and then, then there was like endless possibilities. You know, we could d- totally play at the park. And, right. you know, I could take him to like, for like a walk at a place where, there, you know, it's not too crowded. And he could walk a little bit and explore flowers and right. plants. And, um, and that's, so like from 11 months on, I think it did get easier. But again, like... Like all through, like from year one to up up till now, where we are now, like almost two, it's just he's so active. He just wants to do stuff all the time, and so we have to have right. activities. Like I can't just like kind of like hang out in his room anymore and be like Goo <laughs> Gaga, like cutie pie, like right. you know, here's a toy. Like yeah. no, it, we need to be like out in the world doing things. Oh and, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's just it does like it's it's one of those things where I was like oh I have to like like obviously some days I go to work and he goes to daycare but like on the days that I'm with him it's like oh I have to like plan a day oh yeah I have to like come up with stuff and it's not just about like oh I need to go to the grocery store it's like what kind of stuff can we do together that will work for everybody to like Get our yayas out, kind right, of. Right, right. Well, because it is, because I'm remembering back now, the sort of birth to about, to that active point, it yeah. is you're just sitting in their room or out. you're sitting on the yeah. couch or you're sitting on the floor while or they're kind of like, or on the grass. But like, they're just kind of waddling around, yeah. you know, and then, you know, it's like new toys, new, like whatever, something for them to grasp and touch. Yeah. And then once they do get physically active, it, it kind of shifts. Like, I know for me, my brain shifted from, uh, I'm spending time with my child too. I, like you said, I need a schedule, but it's not just a schedule. It's she wakes up at this time. I've got three hours before she goes back down for a nap. She's going to wake up from the nap and then there's lunch and yeah. then there's uh, another, you know, chunk of time before another nap. And then, you know, like the whole day became this <laughs> like weird. You began to see it sort of like a Tetris board where yeah. you're like, I need to fill in this block because feeding here. is here yeah. and napping is here and then snacks are here. We need something But then there are these like there. three to four yeah. hour chunks. And when they are that, I remember like I would start to go bananas trying to come up because we couldn't yeah. go out every day because we're in New York. So right. some days 
You know, there are only well, so many singalongs. Really like you're kind, well, like you can't now. go to the park. Yeah, like, you can't go to the park. You know, we did singalongs. Uh-huh. We did some of the singalong stuff. It'd be like me in a room full of nannies. Woo! <laughs> you know, we did the singalong thing in Park Slope. We would do the playground sometimes, but sometimes it would just be like so crazy. Yeah, nutball when, crowded. And when they're really little, it's like not that fun. Well, there was like you have to like really hunt out really... like the tot lots or like yeah. whatever, like the baby area. Yeah. You know, we didn't have like a lot of water stuff happening, and so. We have to get creative at home. Like, I remember the first day I discovered I could put her in a dry tub. Uh-huh. Like, she was, like, somewhere, like, the year, a little past a year. Uh-huh. And she wasn't standing up. Yeah, she wasn't going to stand up in the tub. And I was in there with her. But I could actually, like, have her kind of in the tub with, like, balls or, like, yeah. bathtub markers or crayons or whatever. And she could just kind of, like totally like amuse herself yeah. for a while, which was great. Yeah. And then uh, I remember Stefan came home one day and I had laid out like a couple towels and like a couple of bowls. I just filled them with like rice and flour. Yeah. And he came in and his face was just like paled. He was just oh. like, this is a mess. This is going to be everywhere. Oh. And I was like, I will take a mess every, I yeah. will take sweeping stuff up for her to sit here for 20 minutes and play while I'm at the sink getting yeah. stuff done. Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. Like, so, so worth it, it. it became these like, at that age for us, it became, I need things that stimulate her long enough to start fostering some like kind of playing a little bit, like something yeah. to hold her attention yeah. for 20 minutes. Right, exactly. Because there was no, you're not... <laughs> There's no playing with, per se. I mean, it's no. not like you're like, let's throw a ball back and no, forth to no. each other. But or... they still kind of want you there. Like, oh, Simon, yeah, you have to be like there. Simon, I can, like, set him up with an activity. But, like, with most stuff, if I try to go do something different yeah. while he's doing that, even if it's interesting to him, he, he wants me to be there. Like, right. he wants to bring me back into it or he gets tired of it too fast. So yeah. I kind of have to just, like, sit there with him and sort of participate, even if it's, like... Again, like dumping rice and flour from one bowl into the next. But one thing that I remember you recommended to me last summer when I was like, I have nothing to do with this child in my house. And it's so hot. I can't take him anywhere. And we're like stuck here. And you were like, put him in the kitchen sink and like turn on the faucet a little bit and give him some like plastic cups. Yeah. That was such an amazing lifesaver. <laughs> like, that, no, it really was. Because yes. like, I could just, like, kind of hang out there yeah. and, like, do work email or whatever and just be there with him, making sure he yeah. didn't obviously, like, climb fall out off someone or, fall whatever. or whatever. And just, like, and I know it's a waste of water, people, but, I mean. Same here. On. I was, was like, like, to heck with it. It was amazing. Like, yeah. we could do that. We could do that for, like, 45 minutes. Oh, yeah. We could know? do that for hours. The putting Katie Bell in the sink. Katie Bell was too big to sit in the sink. She always sat on the edge with her yeah. feet in. Yeah. Um, and I just had to stand there, you know. Know, like or I'd, yeah. make sure, I'd make sure that like everything I needed was like near the right counter. There, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I cannot stress enough having like radios or sp- little portable speakers in every room. Yeah, oh, totally. So you and can listen just to stuff. like I listen yeah. to NPR, I listen to music, I listen to podcasts, where it's just kind of going on in the background. So mm-hmm. while I'm while you're with the kid and they're getting into the activity and they don't necessarily want you to play with them, mm-hmm. you can be, at least be listening to something. I mean, I hadn't read a mag. I think I first read a magazine like. This year. You yeah. know what I mean? While in the same room with Katie Bell, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. the most I could ever, like, do was catalogs. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, right. maybe I'll buy some new bedding right. for somebody to throw up on. Yeah. Um, But, like, she also used to do, like, for me, it was always, like, as soon as I said, I'm going to clean this house anyway, so uh-huh. I don't care what she does in it, mm-hmm. you know, but. Bo- 
bowls of water. Water play was always great. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, well, yeah water and like ice, cu- ice, ice cubes, cubes, throwing them into the bowl. Ooh, wait, when yeah. Simon gets all that, as Katie Bell got to the age of being able to like throw like somewhere in this window of like two to three mm-hmm. or like right closer to three, mm-hmm. I stole the genius idea offline of like you freeze toys like cars or dinosaurs in like a bowl of Ooh. water at night. So on a hot day, you go outside yeah. and they've got this like giant block of ice filled with toys and you just give them something heavy to whack on that oh, with. Oh my God. And then they like get the toys out and it's just like, oh, like oh they God, totally I'm did it. That, like, this it was week. amazing. Yeah. Like, mind you, I'd like to just point out that I had Katie Bell before Pinterest was out uh-huh. with all of their amazing gathering of lists of how to amuse a toddler. <laughs> and like 90% of those things never worked anyway. Like once I discovered right. them, like I had to discover them by looking them up online, God, not see, going to Pinterest. I, I have to <laughs> say something about this. I one This is like a major, I don't know if it's a, like a guilt point or just like I'm an idiot point. But basically, like, I know that there's there's all these resources online, (laughs) but because I have to be online for work, Mm. like, all the time, if I'm with Simon, I'm not online. And then if if Simon's napping or, like, asleep or something, and I'm going to be online, it's like I'm doing the bare minimum to get through the shit that I need to get through, and then I'm off my computer, like... And the idea of like researching activities. Well, to do I will with say him, that. I'm sorry. No, I'm I'm saying this is like, uh, this is like a lacking in me because like there's <laughs> there's that part of me where like I'm hanging out with him on like a Wednesday. Right. Wednesdays are my main day with him during the week, and like I'm like. Fucking, if I would have just invested 15 minutes last yeah. night in looking up a couple of ideas for activities, like, that would have made today amazing. And I just couldn't get it together to do yeah, that. Because it, it really just sounds is. like a pain in the ass. It is just, like, like, 15 minutes. And the good news is is that there's, like, it, 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 to be honest, I, I wish Pinterest had been there when she was, like, between the one and two. Uh-huh. Like, where, because you, you need, like, a list of 40. Right. Because your kid's only going to enjoy one. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I would sit there and be like, oh, I'm going to make the stuff with the, like, you know, it's it's like, what is that stuff called? Cornstarch and right. water. It's a yeah. salad. You it's didn't a liquid. care about that. Oh, my God. I came out and care about, about any that. of that. Yeah. Like, the, um, yeah, the, all right. Uh, I'm not going to go off on that. Okay. Right. So, but to get back on target. So, Simon wants to play. Yeah. And do you enjoy doing it? <laughs> I go back okay, to that yeah. question. Do so, you like yeah. playing okay, with Simon? So, yeah. So finding activities aside and uh-huh. like getting into activities aside, of course we have like great moments and bad moments, right. you know? But there is this thing for me where like if I'm just not in the right place to play with him, <laughs> like if I'm not into it or right. something else is on my mind, Oh my God, I feel so mm. guilty because he's amazing and like he deserves somebody to like really engage with him and have fun. And like if I'm not having fun, right. there's the combination of feeling like, oh, this is shitty. But then on top of that, oh, I'm so shitty for making this, for not like taking advantage of this and like making it amazing. Like, and that just makes it like 20,000 times worse. Well, when do you think the line is, or have you even thought, because I've thought about the line. So I'm asking you. Okay. Have you had that moment yet of maybe I shouldn't be playing with him all the time? Maybe because he's not a baby anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like total toddler. You know, he's walking and stuff. I mean, I'm not saying leave him in the den and say goodbye. No, but I mean, is there a moment yet of, you know, there's a, and I don't want to get into the whole debate of like, you know, let children fend for themselves. I'm not uh-huh. a big believer in that. But there is a window where it's like, are you, should they be starting to 
do like discover on their own without yeah, the guidance. Totally. I mean, I as soon as he like does that, I'm like awesome. Like, yeah. and there have been some times recently where, and I love that. Like, yeah. are you kidding? I love it. But he like he got a toy recently from like some cousins, and it just happened. To, it's like a little school bus with like yeah. little people that you put in oh, it. Oh yeah, those are the best. I mean, he's having like so much fun with it, and he'll just play with that, especially for the first couple days. He was so into that. He didn't need me. He didn't right. want. And I was like, awesome. Let him do his thing. And like now that he's more physically coordinated, I can also like let him play in the backyard more on his own. Yeah. And, and as long as I'm watching, he can explore and it's great. But it's like, you know, he's, he's, this is very new, you know, he's got, right. you know, he's, he's still very little. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to work up to that, but I mean, it's still like a very small percentage of time. Oh he's yeah. Got, no, no, you know what I, mean? I, I don't think. All right. So we're going to shift into three-year-old real quick. So okay. they, because it does, there is this like magical window that I'm really starting to see uh-huh. with Katie Bell, but, um, so, you know, I I was really looking forward to Katie Bell, Bell being able to talk to me mm-hmm. and like like really engage, not just like ball. You know, like she and I would do that and be like ball, 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 mm-hmm. and I'm like you're a genius. But then like last year, last summer, we were here in California, and it was like I made water balloons for us, and like it was that moment where I was like, we're we're playing together. Mm-hmm. We're like actually. She understands the commands. I understand her commands. Like, we are playing. Mm-hmm. She understands throwing them at each other and filling them up. And, like, like this play started happening. And I was like, this is the best. I remember being so excited. I'm like, we've done it. <laughs> and then came, uh, like, us trying to play together and her, her, like, having a very limited window of the scope of what that play was. Like, anything, outdoor play always went well. Like, we were outside, water was on, we were running around. She could kind of do that by herself some. There wasn't a lot for me to do besides squirt her. Mm-hmm. But if we were, like, inside playing with dolls or, like, the little action figures or cars or whatever, it would either be that, like, she only was interested in doing one thing with them, and if I tried to introduce anything else, it became this no <laughs> That's not how you play. Oh, God. And I'd be like, Jesus, well, then I'm not playing with you. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh, what am I? And I'm like, yeah. I'm not three. Like, yeah. if she doesn't, I, all right, all right, what are your rules? Yeah. You know, she was like very uh, directorial. Like, she like really knew how she wanted the scene to play out, even though the scene was like only two parts. Right. And you had to play that scene over. And over, and there was no variation, and you always had to be this person, and you always had to, like, say the exact words. Mm -hmm. And again, the entire acting out of whatever scene it is that we're playing is, like, two minutes. And then you have to do it again. Yeah. And again. Oh, God. And again. Oh. And again. It really is a whole new level. And again. And you're, like, suddenly I'm, like, I, I literally, words would come out of my mouth, like, she would... I would start trying to vary it up or just add something mm-hmm. or like whatever. Like, I'm I'm Cinderella and I'm going upstairs or like whatever. She'd be like, no. And I'd be like, that is, I am not going to play with you if you're not going to let me play with you. Yeah. You're not talking yeah. to her as if she's 20. You yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> trying to see if she understands but these it larger makes, I mean, I understand why you would say that, though, because it also, like, I, know, I can see why that doesn't work, that response, but right. it also doesn't really make sense just... Like, follow exactly what she says, like, over and over and over. Well, right? she's like, going to have a that... hard time when, because, like, she wasn't 
because you want her to start developing that I'm going to play with other kids, right? Exactly. Which is why we got into preschool. She's not playing by herself. Right. She's playing with somebody. She's going to eventually play with somebody else, and it's yeah. going to be disappointing. Yeah. When you know, little Mary Jane doesn't yeah. want to, you know, do it exactly like you want to do it. Yeah. Um. So like that was really frustrating. Plus, you know, there'd be a lot of commanding, and I would just again, like you said, you get into this mood, and you're like, I do not want to be told what to do. My three year old, and like there would be. T- Every day I'd be standing in the kitchen and she would come in and be like, come play. Let's go play, you know, in the bedroom. And I really had to get stuff done. And uh, like, then she'd like kind of start like pitching a fit a little bit. And I just finally were like, just blew up and was like, that's it. You are, I am the mom. I am the mama. And I cannot play 24 hours a day (laughs) with you. You are going to have to learn how to play on your own, you know? And like, there's a definite guilt of... I should be playing with her mm-hmm. when she asks because mm-hmm. one day she's not exactly. going to want to play with me. Yes. And I'm going to be sad. Yes. Um, like, or fulfilling an amazing career in, I don't know, banjo <laughs> playing. I don't know. But, but like, there is this feeling that, like, these moments are fleeting and they truly are. And so if you're not enjoying every single second, which is a totally You're going to miss thing, it. You're going to miss yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to miss it. And later you'll regret that you and, uh, didn't. Well, or, like, the something. days where I was working or I'm, like, really busy and I've got, like, a full day. Mm-hmm. And then the time I'm, I do have with her, I don't want to play either. Right. You know, I'm right. like, can't we just watch Days of Our Lives or something? You God, know, what I mean? yes. like, oh my God. Can't we? I want to have like two like 10 year old daughters who just right. wanna, like hang out and watch movies so, with me and right, eat popcorn. Right. And eat popcorn. <laughs> like, we do like, you know, but in, 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 in reference to like finding activities, I do sometimes like, Sometimes it'll just be like on a Saturday. I'll take like the 10, 15 minutes and I'll pull them up and I'll pull them to the side so I can reference them Uh really quickly if I need to Uh and say, so if there's anything I need to prep, you know, I can have it prepped, you know, and like. I have a question um, because I have a cousin who is like almost exactly the same age as Katie Bell. And um, last time I spent any time with her was maybe like six months ago or something. And um, I was with her and her mom and she was on this kick of just like, I'm princess so-and-so. Oh, yeah. I'm da 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 But then literally like split second later, I'm a teacher and I'm going to do da-da-da. And then split second later, like, I'm your mom yeah. and I'm teaching you to blah, blah, blah. And it was like, it was like one thing after another and it was nonstop. I mean, yeah, non-stop. it was really interesting. It was really cute. But I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, the- if I have a child who's like that, I'm going to... Die of exhaustion. It was around like, three. It would seem yeah. so tiring just it, even listening. And it was like, around three, three years old, little uh-huh. pa- a little past three, uh-huh. a little past three, where the imagination play started to come in. And it was so wrapped up also in clearly working things out. Uh-huh. Like, we're big preppers for Katie Bell. So, like, let's say we're going on a trip. We talk about the trip for a while, and sometimes we, like, you know, kind of act things out so that mm-hmm. it doesn't surprise her. You know, before preschool, we read a lot of books. We talked about it, like, what was going to happen. Um, there were a couple of like Daniel Tiger episodes that she was watching about going to preschool. So mm-hmm. like whenever she like when the the imagination play started happening, a lot of times it was I you're the teacher and I'm dropping and I'm the mama and I'm dropping off Kitty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like and then Kitty would be left and I'm gonna go. And she would like say exactly what I would say every time. I'm gonna go run some errands. I want you to have a good time and I love you and I'll you know and she would do the whole thing mm-hmm. and I would pretend to be the teacher. We would do that one. And that would be the end of it until she came back and picked up Kitty. And we would do that 
easily a hundred times. Oh my god! Right, yeah. and then the uh, the princess stuff started like where she would be a princess, and again, it's very limited. Mm-hmm. I'm. Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, hi, Sleeping Beauty. What are mm-hmm. you doing? I'm picking berries. Oh, you're Prince Philip. Okay. No, talk like Prince Philip. All right. By the way, this is my prince voice. All princes very sound princely. kind of like a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> um, aren't I amazing? How are you? Are we going to pick some berries? I like, and I think I feel sometimes even more guilty because mm-hmm. I do come from like a performer background. Mm-hmm. And I know that like all my friends are like, but it's pretend play yeah. all day. And I'm like, yeah. it's pretend. It's like a one-page script yeah. that you have to keep yeah. acting out. It's not always... like doing improv with, like, your improv yeah, buddies yeah. who oh, know I how to do I don't even like improv. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I like writing. We're going to script this out, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> That's a shot. I know. Yeah, no shot. Yeah. <laughs> but she's also into, like, dancing yeah. a lot. Yeah. And so she'll be like... At the end of every day, she wants to dance a little more, and she wants me to come down and dance with her. And, like, mm-hmm. there are just days I do not want to dance, especially being pregnant now. I really don't want to dance yeah. sometimes. Yeah. And it's just like, uh, no, no, you did. Like, you have to get and, and that's where I have to, like, force the creativity in. Mm-hmm. How can I keep interacting with her without having to do anything? Right. So a lot of times it's yeah. like, Prince Philip is going to sit here while you, you know, run these errands or do this thing. Right. I'd like to see a dance, you right. know. Cool. Um, or I miss Mimi, the, you know, Angelina Ballerina's teacher, and I can just give her things to do. Like yeah. three jumps, two turns, and a bow, you know, yeah, like yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then, like I said, we've gotten, like, really, I've gotten really strict with, um, like, especially when Stefan's out of town, and it's just, like, me and her. And it's like, I've got to cook dinner now. You're going to, you can either play in here on the floor of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Or you can play in your room. Or you can play in any other room that you want. Like, there's this wonderful time when they hit, like, when you, they're old enough to be safe on their own. Yeah. Wherever they are, for yeah. the most part. Yeah. Um, and I have to stick with it. When she comes in and she starts trying to engage, I have to be like, I can talk to you, but I'm cooking. I cannot play. I cannot. <laughs> that's all yeah. that comes out. I cannot play. You can help me. Or you can play. Uh-huh. Um, and then it always makes me crazy because then Stefan will come home from, like, oh, yeah. a trip. And then he will, like, every time she asks to do anything, he does it. Yeah. And I, which is fine. Except I'm like, I totally had her trained to, like, play by herself in a room for 30 minutes while I got dinner ready. You know? Yeah. <laughs> just as like do you think but do you think that it's a habit like that like do you think you then can train them she, yeah, or like, I mean like what is it one of those things where like you learned once you learn to ride a bike you can always ride a bike or is it more like if she gets out of the habit of playing by herself she's not going to be able to do it, 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 it now she's much better at it I do think there there is a little habit forming I mean mm-hmm. she understands the rules of like when mom says and like everything with kids it takes like three weeks for it to stick you right. know what I mean like yeah. you don't want your kid to come get you before 7 a.m. yeah be prepared for that kid to come get you before 7 a.m. for three weeks while right. you're making them learn the clock right. or the whatever yeah. um so like with the you need to play by yourself while I get this done it does eventually kind of become a thing she understands and then the moment you sort of introduce the two parents again mm-hmm. it's sort of I've seen it wash away. Mm-hmm. So, um, but now, but then I think it just, then I think it, like everything, it builds and builds and builds and builds. And then one day those particular blocks click in their head and mm-hmm. then they're like, eh, okay. Like she wakes up really early and she's not, she she can do whatever she wants. Mm-hmm. She wakes up. I, right. don't, I don't care what you do. As long as she doesn't like come get you. Right. And, and you she's <laughs> figured out like only after one time that she can go play with her little kitchen 
and close this other door mm-hmm. so that we don't hear her as loud. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm like, great. Yeah. Great. So, you know, yeah, I think it boils down to like, it's hard to find things to do with your kids. Yeah. Always. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's hard to get yourself in the zone to play when they want to play. And then it's hard to deal with the guilt. When it, like, doesn't go perfectly. When it doesn't go, yeah. when you don't want to play. Yeah. You know, it's just, like, yet another, like, level of, like, mom guilt that we get to tack on to everything else we're experiencing. <laughs> this is, like, the one area where I feel like I really now believe people when they say having lots of kids can sometimes be easier than having one or two kids. Because they play with each other. Yeah. Like, I remember when Simon was really little and people would be like, well, if you have more kids, like, they play with each other. And I was, I remember being like, I don't really get, but now that I'm, like, yeah. <laughs> now that I, now that he's almost two, I'm just, like, Oh, somebody he else. would have somebody else to play with. Now I get it. This like, was literally our mantra in this last year working up to number two was yeah. this kid like, would come home and I'd be like, I need another. Somebody's got to play with this kid. Okay? And Katie Bell needs somebody to play with uh, and vice versa because yeah. I cannot play with this child anymore. Um, oh, These so, precious years. Oh, the, <laughs> the most special of times. Um well, uh, you should feel horrible for not wanting to play with Simon, who's just a baby. I know, I do. And I'm going to feel horrible for not you're, wanting You're not to... doing the stuff that she wants you to do. I know. You should feel really bad about that. <laughs> no, you're so... really letting her down. I'm really letting Katie Bell down. Um, especially, oh, she's into so much stuff I'm totally not into and was not into <laughs> as a child. Um, why isn't she more like me, damn it? <laughs> I'm Cameron Esposito, and I'm the host of Maximum Fun's new podcast, Wham Bam Pow, a sci-fi movie show and action movies also. Did I forget to say action movies? Every week I'll be joined by Mr. Ricky Carmona and Ms. Rhea Butcher, and we are going to chat about films. We're going to tell jokes. We're going to be hilarious. We're going to play games. We're going to have guests. We're going to give reviews. It's going to blow your mind. If you want to listen to the show, you can find it at MaximumFun.org or you can subscribe on iTunes. Can you believe how many things I just listed? So many things. Wham! (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Hey, you know what it's time for? This week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius time! Woo-hoo! Woo! Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Uh, Teresa? Yeah. I'm I'm just going to go. Go. Um, well... Last night, <clears throat> right, oh, I should say this morning, right before I woke up, I was having a dream that I was eating pie. Oh, that's a nice dream. And it was delicious. That's it? Yep. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> I, I was having a sip of something to drink. I think I totally missed that. Wait. You're... <laughs> 
I totally think that qualifies. That you had a I dream. I had an amazing dream right before waking up this morning that I was eating this like berry pie and it was really great. Are you going to go seek that pie out and fulfill your destiny? I'll probably have pie at some point. Yeah, but the dream was what makes me a genius. <laughs> All right. That's fine. I got, I, mine's, not, mine's not that much. But that's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't know why I'm so disappointed in your yeah, pie Yeah, I grade. don't know why you're so I don't either. I thought it was great. That is... <laughs> Um. All right. My genius. <laughs> my genius. Don't look directly at me, Teresa. It's too much. Um. My genius moment was totally taking all the fun out of anything for Stefan in terms of planning Mother's Day. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, as previously mentioned on our very special Mother's Day episode, Stefan has not quite nailed the Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Um. So this year, I just very clearly said, I got a folder of things I'm interested in receiving as a gift if you so choose to get me a gift. Mm-hmm. I absolutely want good chocolates. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, did you want to go visit your folks with Katie Bell? That would time out really perfectly with Mother's Day. <laughs> and so my Mother's Day, I got a beautiful locket that I had really wanted. And Is that I, the one you're wearing? Yes, I'm wearing it right gorgeous. now. It's gorgeous. It's very nice. Um, and then uh, I got a really nice box of chocolates that were all caramels. Uh-huh. Really good. And then he and Katie Bell went to see his mother and father all day. Like, they were gone from, like, 10 until <laughs> 6. And I, like, got a bunch of stuff done and had a really nice time and watched people get punched in the face movie-wise for hours. It I'm was glad great. that was movies. And oh, not yeah. yeah. But I probably got to watch that, too. I, I don't mind it. I don't mind watching that. Um, so I was, like, just took control of my Mother's Day destiny. And you got exactly what you wanted. I did. And I don't feel weird about that at all. That's great. And now that it's Stefan, I mean, like, he's like, I just, it's a paper holiday to me, so you have to be clear about, like, yeah. That it's important to you. Oh, well, he was probably glad to be able to give you exactly what you wanted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very nice. Win-win. Good job. Thanks. I am in my room enjoying some peace and quiet time <laughs> while my 60-month-old sits in his play area just looking at books. And the reason this is my genius moment is because bedtime used to be the worst time of the day. <laughs> there were drama fits, crudding on the pajamas, he didn't, he's a squirmer, he didn't like to sit still while I read him his books, and then getting in the, it's just the whole thing. And then I realized if I strip him down to his diaper and set him in his play area, he will look at books on his own quietly for like a half hour. Wow. There's no wow. playing, there's no running around banging. Well, of course, now he's banging. <laughs> <laughs> but he will sit there and read books, and then he just goes right to bed. It's amazing. So wow. that's why I'm a genius. Thanks for that, mother. Wow. Nice. Total genius. Total. Good, good job. Good unlocking your son. Good yeah. job. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Um, well, let's just all make ourselves feel horrible after yeah. feeling so great. Let's do that. Let's do some fails. <laughs> fail. 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 You suck. Uh... <laughs> All right, pie lady. <laughs> Let's hear your fail of the week. Okay, so there's a like kids museum um, in Pasadena, which is pretty close to where we live in LA. It's called Kids Space Museum. It's the best. Um, it's great. We have a membership, and we we try to go like you know maybe a couple times a month. Um, and yesterday. We just had a really hard morning mm. and finally got it together like in the afternoon. Like, we're going to go to Kids Space. Let's get some water shoes and right. let's go to Kids Space. It's a really 
hot day. We're going to splash around. It'll be great. Well, we made it to Kid Space, but by the, t- by the time we made it to Kid Space, it was 4.40, uh, and they closed at 5. five. Uh, and, like, the, the, the worst part is I knew that they closed at 5. <laughs> like, I knew that it was, like, getting to this point, but I was still oh. just like, well, we have to do something. And, like, it was too hot to go to the park, yeah. so I was just like... We're fucking going to kids' space for 20 minutes. That's what we're doing. And so we went and, like, of course, like, rushed around to, right. like, all the different areas. And he wanted to see everything and do everything. And it was like, okay, two minutes over here. All right, let's go to this yeah. other thing. And they're, like, you know, at quarter at 15 minutes to closing, they're going around saying, we're closing in 15 right, minutes. Right. And we had just gotten there. And, um, yeah, it was a major fail. That's, a, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, what do you got? Uh, all right, so uh, for some strange reason in California, really earlier than expected, it has been super hot. Yeah. And we live uh, in Pasadena, which I guess is what they consider. Is that the valley? What is this? No, it's not the valley. I don't know where we are. But well, I it think it's hot. the San Gabriel Valley, it's but it's not like hot. what people think it's of. It's always like 10 degrees valley. hotter than it it's, is in L.A. It's hotter in Pasadena than like, It yeah. gets really hot. Yeah. So, uh, and we don't have air conditioning. Uh, our house got up to uh, 95 degrees inside. Oh, my God. That's what God. our thermometer was telling us inside. You poor pregnant it, woman. Oh, man. And I, that, I knew that's, I know that's coming August, September, October, yeah. because that's what it was like last year. But yeah. for it to be happening in May was really surprising. So, like, Katie Bell and Stephanie come in from being, uh, you know, out, and it's so hot. It's like dinner time. We're, like, trying to stay cool. Like, just Katie Bell just looks miserable. So I'm like, let's go bust out the fan from the garage mm-hmm. for Katie Bell. Like, we have an AC unit for her window. It's just, I just didn't think it was time to put it in yet. I mean, mm-hmm. usually you've got two or three more months. So we'll do the fan. Katie Bell, do you want a fan tonight? Oh, yes, that'd be great. And, like, we thought this was a genius moment putting it in there, but, like, everything about it was foreign to Katie Bell. And so, like, every, like, 10 minutes after she went to bed, she'd wake back up with a new complaint about the fan, like, the red light on the fan. So we're, like, covering, we're, like, getting electrical tape and the light, you know. The fan is too, you know, too much. You know, it's too much air. So we turn it down a notch, you know. And, like, literally, it was, like, one of those nights where... Finally, three hours after she's supposed to be asleep, she comes out yet again, like, for the, like, eighth time. I don't think I want the fan. Oh, God. I don't think it's a good idea. And I was like, all right, now we're going to pull the fan. It was just, like, one of those things where, like, you think, you know, pretty miserable hot night for our child. And uh, for us, too. But, like, we're (laughs) grown-ups. So that's that. Let's make ourselves feel better. By hearing somebody fail worse than us. Uh, my husband has been out of town for oh, almost a week now, and I'm not used to that. <laughs> and I today had to get up very, very early and take my 14-month-old to the babysitter, leave her screaming while I went to teach an 8.15 a.m. college class, and then Ugh. collect her, bring her home, and feed her lunch. I... Uh, Removed her from her high chair, and she kind of toddled off while I was on all fours, kind of exhaustedly cleaning up her lunch (laughs) disgusting mess that was all over the floor. (laughs) And I I had been doing that for a few minutes when I realized there was absolute silence um, Uh in the other room where she was playing. It's never good. Very unusual for her. So I kind of quietly peeked my head around the corner, and there she was with a pile of something all over the floor 
I said, oh, my God, where did you get all of that sand? And I walked a little closer and realized that she had managed to go over to a shelf in her kitchen, take down a box of her dad's Truvia natural sweetener, (laughs) and had carried this box into where all of her toys, all of her books, everything was, and managed to remove the lid and dump it (laughs) into everything. She was happily spreading it all over the floor with her palms open and licking her (laughs) Somebody's got a trivia addiction. Oh, that is the worst. That's the worst. There are you should have been watching her. You should have been watching her. No, there is that like that silence. Sucks. Yeah, that, the silence is the worst. There were a couple thing times ever. that like I knew Katie Bell wasn't napping, but then she was also really quiet in her yeah. room. And then you'd go in and find like she found the pen and like the whole wall's been drawn over, and you're oh like, God. what? Not good. Yeah. Sometimes when I hear silence, I like run. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I'm like. Something is like he's seriously like about to die. Like well, if see, he's that's this a, quiet, that's a, like I run. <laughs> there's like there's clearly a window between like infant and like preschooler yeah. where it, the silence shifts from he's dying, like yeah. he's choking dying to he's doing something, something really horrible. Yeah. Like something really yeah. bad is happening yeah. that does not affect him. <laughs> that I'm gonna have to clean up. Oh, hang in there, mom. You're doing okay. There's nothing worse than like you know, a disruptive week and everything else. Hang in there. Just and scoop all the sweetener back into the box. Give your it to your husband. Your husband will never know. I know. At least it wasn't your cocaine. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Yes. Let's call a mom. Great. Let's do it. Let's do it. This week, let us talk to a blogger of Renegade Mothering, Janelle Hanchett. Uh, She is a blogger who Teresa and I both kind of discovered a little bit before we started the show. And I became so obsessed with her post on uh, what it was like after she gave birth, like just sort of... I died, uh, what was it, Teresa, what's the name of it? You know this. I became a mother and I died to live. Yeah, hey, sh- yeah. Janelle, how badly did we just butcher that? Oh, no, that, I, I became a mother and died to live. You nailed it. Yeah, so, and, uh, you know, we just, I never felt that we were quite able to capture the essence of that post in our first two episodes where we talked about that very thing because it was something that I, I know that I definitely went through. Uh, myself, and so we're very excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Janelle. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Great Uh, to be here. Yeah. So we ask everybody the same two questions uh, that we have on the show. Uh, The first one is, who lives in your house? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... (laughs) Do I have to count the animals? Yeah. Oh, Teresa wants the animal head count. It's me that you count the animals. Very okay, important. so like the whole zoo. Okay, so <laughs> so I have my oldest kid, Ava, who's 11, and she, you know, she's starting to, like, hate me, so that's cool. And then <laughs> the seven-year-old Rocket, um, whose real name is actually Charles, but we call him Rocket, and the little one is Georgia, and we call her the bull. She's two. Um, <laughs> and then we have a my husband, Max. And we have a horrible Labrador puppy <laughs> who's a year old. Oh. 
Yeah, we yeah, and then we have an equally horrible dog who's a Tibetan spaniel named Odie, <laughs> and he could theoretically be a nice dog, but he pees and uh, poops just yeah. randomly when he feels like it. Yeah, and then we have a cat named Daisy who's who's wonderful. <laughs> who's above so, all of you yeah, guys? So yeah, so you keep the cat and just Daisy's bed probably the best thing in the whole house at this point in time. Yeah, yeah, the, da- ca- yeah the cat is like definitely the most you know reliable. <laughs> wow. So, so you guys got a puppy when your youngest was a year old? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's like a disease, you know? It's like, <laughs> it is. It's like things, oh, things are starting to calm down. Let's get a fucking puppy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I don't understand the problem. I mean, it's like, and seriously, people look at me like, Janelle, isn't your life insane enough? I mean, what, <laughs> what are you doing? And I have no answer. I have yeah. no answer. Yeah. yeah, we grew up with, so I, I grew up with, there was always a minimum of three, maximum of four animals in the house. <laughs> oh, know, Lord. I, I was just used to the fact that, like, everybody's furniture doesn't have a weird shade of brown from where the animals <laughs> sleep on it all the time. Doesn't everybody have fleas in their house 24 hours a day? I don't understand what your problem is. Um, oh, just through that, yeah. Yeah, why don't you want to come over and play? Um <laughs> Don't you like those little red bites on your ankles? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's normal. Uh, it's summer. Um, so what uh, What did you... You've got a brood there, madam. What did you think uh, being a mom would be like versus what you discovered it was? And, you know, with three, <laughs> did it change every... Did that process change for you sort of every time? Did you have expectations with each kid that were shot? <laughs> well... I mean, my first one, well, you know, okay, so I, w- I found out I was pregnant with my first one when I was 21, okay. and I had known my husband for three months, no joke. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it was a total storybook, you know, relationship, oh, yeah. and yeah, we got drunk, you know, a lot, and then found out I was pregnant, and I was, I was, um, so and from that perspective, I kind of looked at having a baby my first time. Honestly, I kind of thought it was like going to the dentist. <laughs> like, you know, like you something you do, and then you kind of come back to your life, you know? I mean, I, I, I'm not kidding. I mean, I know that sounds silly, but I really, I mean, I thought I was just going to sort of add this, this like an accessory, you know? Like uh, I was yeah. going to add this baby into my existence, and then I was going to go back to being like 21 and hot and like partying and stuff. And, <laughs> right. And, I mean, clearly that didn't happen. <laughs> and, and, you know, and and I, and so, yes, my expectations were not met. And I was, you know, um, thank God, actually. But, uh, and that's partly, you know, why, why I wrote this blog is that my, I mean, I sort of fell into motherhood, you know. Right. I didn't, I didn't come in it in a sort of planned way. And I wasn't, you know, I, I sucked for a really long time. And I still kind of suck now. But I used to suck in ways that kind of weren't funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. You have you know you have a baby with somebody you've known for three months, and you try to figure that out. Like yeah. 20, 22 years old, it's, it's going to be a rough road. Well, if I remember correctly, twenty one, uh, you really have it figured out by then. That's like <laughs> it's a right. really. It's a really, it's probably your smartest age. You're real solid. On You're real most solid. At that yeah. Point. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, everybody looks back at their early 20s and goes, that, that's the me that I want to remember, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I just woke up every day going, God, I'm a winner. <laughs> yeah, I just wish I could sit next to 21 year old me on a plane mm-hmm. for eight hours. I bet mm-hmm. that conversation yeah. would be amazing. Oh, I would. I would 
I would want to cut my own throat. Yeah, yeah. I would. They, I would yeah. really be mad. It'd be. I would rather sit next to a screaming baby than twenty-one-year-old biz. <laughs> Absolutely. I was a know-it-all, and I was so self-centered. And then I had this baby, and but then, but then I was also this sort of super control freak, you know. So like, I was raised by somebody who told me a lot about natural birth and breastfeeding. So, so I had like a drug-free childbirth, you know, and like. I thought I knew everything about parenting. So basically, I was like a know-it-all twit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was a winner at the playgroup, you know? <laughs> so, but so then you had two more. So, like, I mean, it did, clearly it didn't break your spirit completely. You decided with the, with, with the man that you then knew much longer than three months. <laughs> um, clearly, yeah. it was working out. So uh, the next two were possibly a little more planned. Were you expecting them or were they, you know, I mean... That's the second one was planned. Yeah. yeah. Rocket was planned, so that, that was cool. And um, that, yeah. And then my third one, she was sort of like the result of a bluegrass concert. In San <laughs> yeah. You know, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was a little surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now that you're, gosh, 11 years into it, uh, is it, is it, is it easier? Is it harder? Is it, you know, what's the, what's your view on it now that you're 11 years deep? You know, I think like in a way it's easier just because I've really lowered my expectations. Mm. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> myself. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, seriously, like I, I think I've just accepted that I'm never going to live up to anybody's idea of a good mom and I'm going to blow it on a regular basis, you know, and <laughs> I, I'm going to yell at my kids. I'm going to feel guilty. And so now it's like these sort of these, these fuck ups that I have are just kind of like, I just kind of try to pick myself up and do a little better the next day, you know, try to like be a little more in the moment. I'm way more like, okay with chaos, but, and I've just sort of, I think accepted my own deficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think, rather than like fight against them? Do you think though? Um, it's it's interesting because, in a way, by like accepting your low your by accepting your own limitations and by accepting the fact that you're going to be like a quote unquote bad mom sometimes, doesn't that kind of make you a better mom? <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually the most like fucked up part of this whole. Yeah, have you thing? tricked yeah. yourself? Have you tricked yourself somehow into becoming a really great mom? <laughs> You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. But I, I don't think so. Because honestly, like, sometimes I'm really bad. Well, like, all right. You know, let's, let's talk about being bad. Yeah, because, I want to hear some more yeah, about this. Yeah, so you're, one of the things uh, we love about the blog is how brutally honest it is. And you do, um, you do definitely reference uh, yourself as being a bad mom a lot. And, you know, we all, you know, I mean... The name of our show is One Bad Mother. You know what I mean? But it's not right. like, you know, we haven't left the baby in the freezer overnight. I'm not saying you left the baby in the freezer overnight. I'm just saying. No, like, only closet. Right, <laughs> only closet. Exactly. Right. So let's talk about that. You chose to do this blog where, what, what got you interested in being this honest uh, online and uh, especially about your own sort of bad mothering and I'm kind of interested to know in how you kind of turn that around, because you're not the same mom that you were when you had uh, your first. I don't actually, you know, to be honest, I, I don't really consider myself a bad mom now because I have actually been like the type of mother that, you know, I'm really not proud of being. And, you know, um, that's, 
that's her, part of my alcoholism, right? And that's something I write about, and it's not actually what I planned on writing about. You know, I, I don't know if you guys have read since the beginning, but I, I didn't really start out writing about that. And the reason is because, you know, I was sort of a misfit mom for a long time. I mean, literally an outsider not not making it happen, and, and I didn't even have my kids with me for a couple of years. And um, But I came back into life and into a family, which is a really sort of strange, interesting experience because, you know, most, most women like me end up in, you know, jails or institutions or, or they never get to have their families reunited. And um, so I found myself sort of a mother, and I was learning to be a mother, um, I had tried it earlier, and I had failed, and and I had disastrous consequences. And when I finally got my act together, it was like, here I was, this mother, and I felt way more sort of settled into myself. But at the same time, I'm looking around at this mothering world, and I'm going, holy shit. I mean, either am I the only one who feels like they have no idea what they're doing, you know? and. Right. I just wasn't getting that vibe when I'm reading books and I'm reading magazines and I'm hearing things. It's like, I felt like, does everybody, is everybody in on like some mothering secret and I'm the only one who feels wildly unqualified for this mission, you know? <laughs> and so I thought, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to start writing about it. My honest experience in motherhood, I'm just going to start writing about it. And, if, you know, then I'll find out if there's other women like me, period. Right. <laughs> Did you, what were some of the responses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What were the responses from readers when people started to come across it? Um, you, you mean at the beginning? Yeah. Well, they were, I mean, some are positive, some are not positive. You know, I mean, a lot of people read it and they're like, there's something wrong with you and your children should be taken and, you know, go away. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're totally not my intended audience. Go away. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. But what is and then, No, people call me, oh, yeah, horrible, distasteful. Oh, sure. I get, yeah. And that's why, you know, I made the tagline in my blog, join me in the fight against helpful parenting right. advice. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Because, you know, because I'm trying to, like, put a big sign on my forehead that says, like, you know, I'm not trying to offer wisdom and advice. I don't have any. I frankly just want to bitch, you know? Yeah, well, no, see, but, no, I, but I'm so intrigued by the, again, the honest parenting, I mean, the honesty that you, of which you talk about how much you were sort of fucking it up with your first. I mean, you know, you talk yeah. about being drunk at, I mean, like really drunk at play dates and birthday parties. And like, yes. I mean, not like in a, come over and let's just have some wine while our kids, you know, try not to choke on things. I mean, wasted, right. you know, like not cute. Exactly. And like, I would think that as a mom, as another mom who was going through something like that, who was trying to shift from a, a world that was not focused on sort of the larger picture to mm -hmm. having to focus on the larger picture, it would be really helpful. I, I do hope uh, that there are people out there that you are getting responses from, because it's very inspiring, even for moms who may not be, you know, to that degree in terms of not doing their best work as a mom. Right. It's really helpful to see somebody who still managed to get it together enough to, you know, your kids seem happy, you seem happy. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And I, that's, what, that's what it boils down to. You know, like taking care of yourself and taking care of your kids and your family. Um, so I, I do hope, you know, are you getting that kind of response as well? Absolutely, yes. And, and no, yeah, I didn't mean to. I mean, I honestly, most of the response I get from my blog is really honest because, you know, it's people that probably read it and they're like, 
something's wrong with this woman. They probably just, you know, skip over to the scrapbooking blogs or something. Right. And that's cool. <laughs> but I mean, I have honestly, I have been moved to tears with some of the emails that I get, you know, those, those kind of responses are usually in emails and it's, right. it's a lot of women who um, are either struggling with that, you know, particularly like I was, or it's women who are on the other side trying to figure out how to, you know, keep going how to become this mother that they've never been before, right. you know, um, and how to, how to sort of live with, with the guilt and live with the feeling of having failed, but being here now. And there's at some point you have to just let go of what happened. And that's, you know, I used to not talk about it because I kind of didn't really want to feel, I wasn't ashamed at all. I just didn't, I didn't really want to be congratulated for something that I, you know, for taking on responsibilities that were really always mine, you know, like, oh, look at me. I finally got my head out of my ass. Like, isn't that great? You know? Right. But at some time, at some point, it, it felt started feeling dishonest to not tell the whole truth. And I, you know, I was like, well, you know, you, if I'm going to put it out, I'm going to put it all out. And, you know, um, and I do hope that it helps people. And that's why I do it, because I want people to, to know that it is possible to come back. And it is possible to come back with a great freaking life, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, yeah. And and when women write that stuff to me and they tell me that stuff, it, it just, it blows me away. It, it rocks my world, you know? Yeah, I, I just think it's awesome. It's, I mean, because it's so hard. It's, it's so hard all the time, you know, under, under yes. the best of circumstances. And... It, it's, you know, I, I, I fully think that every single person out there is always like one step away from, you know, losing it. And so it is nice when there can be uh, blogs and communities and whatever it is out there that, that maybe helps you take a breath and step back. Totally. Um, so let's get really honest. Today's topic was about playing with our kids <laughs> and how much we kind of are okay playing with our kids. You've got three. I'm going to assume you had the other two to play with the first because we're hoping that's going to work for us. Oh, I wish, dude. Maybe because maybe yours are closer, that'll work. Are yours closer? Well, we're both. No. Ours will be. Yes, Teresa, when Mine she will be hers, two years and three months apart. Mine will be three and a half, four, four years apart. And uh, that was what my sister and I were. And we, we did, we did not, that, that wasn't. Well, you occupied one another. You just, we just beat fighting. the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, occupied yeah. each other by beating the crap out of each other. Um, right. I mean, yeah. If that counts as entertaining each other, then you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Good, 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 good. No. So how do you, what, how did you, uh, you had, they're all very different in ages. Yeah, you must love playing with them. Yeah, you must just you enjoy must playing with all of them God, all the time. That must be great. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's me. I'm just you know, I'm just always on Pinterest looking for new things to do with my kids. <laughs> we totally yeah. talked about the Pinterest. I feel the problem with me and playing with my kids is like I I feel like I should because I'm their mom and we need to have like bonding moments. But then as soon as I sit down to play with them, I feel like I just don't ever have the patience and right. I start getting irritated and I start thinking about all the other things I need to be doing. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so then I start getting sort of, then I kind of feel like I'm doing it in an obligatory way, which totally they pick up on because they know. Yeah. Right. And Georgia, the two-year-old, I mean, her idea of playing is basically like, I'm going to grab your face, you know? Ah, yeah. Uh, 
that's like, wait, yeah. So, I mean, I think I've sort of found things that are kind of fun, like with the kids. Like, I like to take them to the beach. I like to take them outside. Yeah, yeah. outside is, is a really big lifesaver. Yeah, it's... Yeah, because then they sort of play, and you can kind of watch them, and you don't have to be like... But, like, sitting on the floor and playing a game is out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> we had a really good run with Candyland once Katie Bell turned, like, three and a half. Like, so it was, like, around Christmas, and we got her Candyland. And we, we busted that out. As soon as she figured that out, it was, like, it was like a, a beautiful... Because I was, like... I was so done with pretend play, and I was like, I yeah. can sit and play a board game all day. Like, let's do this. And we had, like, yes. two weeks of just amazing, like, the three of us sitting around. Stephanie and I would have cocktails. We'd be, like, playing the, you know, like, having a snack, a little cheese platter, and we're all, like, playing Candyland. It was amazing. Too good to be true. It was too good to be to true. End. And then that, and then we busted out um, Shoots and Ladders, which, in my memory, is a really fun game. It is right. the most boring game in the world ever. It is yeah. the most boring Hands game, down. and it goes against every instinct in a child of which yeah. way your really person's supposed to move yeah. around the board. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't remember this being so major. That boy, that's just in the that's gone. It's in the garage. It's not even in. Right. No one has interest. Not even Katie about matching games. Out the door, like beanbag toss. No. You want to play basketball? No. Do you want to <laughs> just, just none of yeah. that? Not, she basically, my three and a half year old doesn't want to play what I want to play, and it's irritating. <laughs> you no, know, it is. They, I mean, they have no, and you know, the thing is with my kids too, is like they just fight all the time, right? Mm. So, like, we sit down to play a game, and my 11 my year old is like super bossy control freak, right? <laughs> like, she's she got to run everybody's lives. You know, I have no idea where she got that. <laughs> and so she's like bossing everybody around. And Rocket is like flailing on the floor because he's, you know, he's like throwing the game pieces. And I'm just like, dude, I'm out. You know, I can't do it. I need to go clean something. I need to clean something. I got to get out of here. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, with one, I think, honestly, like, enjoy the one time. I mean, I know that's such a stupid thing to say to somebody. (laughs) But it's like, it's fun kind of to have the multiples, but they just bicker all the time. Yeah. Okay. I shouldn't be telling you this because you guys are pregnant. It's going to oh. be great. Now, we've already discovered that everything anybody told us before we were pregnant yeah. about second children is a total lie. We should just have a show on lies. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, lies. Yeah. Everybody starts getting really honest with you the moment you're like, I'm pregnant. And they're like, oh, <laughs> I mean, great. And you're like, oh, yeah. You're like, Oops. why didn't you tell me this two months ago? Yeah, exactly. two months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, Janelle, we absolutely loved having you on. Uh, we want to encourage everybody to check out uh, Renegade Mothering, which we actually already have up on our Facebook page. And uh, we'll yeah, link thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll link you to uh, her Twitter account. And uh, we just thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. It was a blast. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And thanks for the blog. Yeah. <laughs> thank you thank so much you. for the blog. Yeah, I'll keep going, man, as long as you keep reading. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, and we will talk to you later. Thank you. Have a good one. You You too. too. Bye. Bye. She's, 
She is so awesome. Yeah, she's really cool. I just want us to all go out and, you know, hang out. Yeah, I want to hang out with her. Yeah, I want to hang out. Let's try to hang out with her. Let's try to hang out with her. Um, Let's only talk about it here on the show and not ever directly ask if she wants to go hang out. No, no. Let's be really awkward about it. Yeah, let's do. Um, I cannot encourage people enough to go to the blog. It is such an amazing rabbit hole to fall down when you're trying to, like, get your computer time in after everybody goes to sleep. It really... It really is fun. Um, She's just funny. Yeah, she's funny. And she's very insightful. Like, I definitely recommend people check out um, her post, I Became a Mother and I Died to Live. As a matter of fact, we'll link on that. Yeah, we'll link to that. It's, it's It's really an amazing post. Although I will say as a little disclaimer, if you're a brand new mom, it might be a little intense. Yeah. Because I... I made the mistake of sharing that with a friend who had like a six week old baby and it was like really traumatic for her to read because it was just too. It was, <laughs> she just wasn't there It yet. was like too fresh. Basically. Yeah. I, I um, read it after like three years of really right. wrestling with that yeah. and was like, oh, my God, how did you get out of my mail? I yeah. can't believe you said that so well. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So, uh <laughs> You know what she makes me feel like doing, though? What do you feel like doing now? Just listening to some mom loser shit. Let's do that. Let's have a mom rant. Hi. I'm calling in with a mom rant. (laughs) Now, a little backstory on this. This is a body image rant. I'm five foot one, and before I had a baby, I weighed about 105 or 108 pounds, which is pretty normal, kind of on the inside for a petite person, okay? So fast forward, I now have a a four-and-a-half-year-old, and I still have not lost 20 of the pounds that I've gained. And they're all in my stomach. A little bit maybe in my ass, and a little bit maybe in my chin, but mostly in my stomach. (laughs) And this is is the rant. Aside from the fact that I'm finding it hard to lose the weight, people keep asking me if I am pregnant. I would really like to get the word out there that you should just never fucking ask a woman if she's pregnant. (laughs) Ever. It makes her feel, first of all, if she's not pregnant, it makes her feel fat. Second of all, she could possibly have just gone through three failed IVF cycles, and then you make her feel like shit. Or maybe she just had a miscarriage, in which which case you also make her (laughs) feel like shit. And if she's pregnant, if she wanted you to know, she would tell you. You wouldn't have to ask. So can we please, all of us, just don't ever ask a woman if she's pregnant unless you think it is so, so obvious that she's pregnant. Like, she's either pregnant or she's got a watermelon under her shirt. Just don't ask. Oh, my God. Yes. I yes. agree. It's, yes. like, uh, it's such a... <laughs> what is the benefit of asking? It's so... There's no benefit. Like, I get it. I can remember being on the train and seeing like a woman standing there and like really having the wrestle of, uh, is she pregnant? Do I need to offer her my seat or is she not? Like, you oh, know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, so that's probably the only time I'm in that situation where I'm like, uh-huh. do I need to suggest something? Uh-huh. Um, but other than that, and like... And so when I was pregnant on the subway, I really shoved it out there. I mean, I really, like, pushed it out and, like— If somebody's pregnant enough that they deserve to sit down more than you do, you're going to know. You're going to know. But, like, otherwise, it is just best— God, pregnancy is confusing, it isn't really it? Is. It's like, it don't really you is. dare ask somebody if they're pregnant, no matter how pregnant they're looking, compared with, oh, everybody should be really sensitive to the first trimester. I know, no one looks pregnant. I mean, right. like, it's, it's just, really... it's so, 
Oh, well, this is why if you want people to take care of you in the first trimester, you wear can choose to tell. <laughs> wear a cute shirt. <laughs> wear a cute hilarious. shirt that says baby on board. Yeah. Um. You can choose to tell. <laughs> choose to tell. Choose to tell. Well, what our rants always remind us of is that being a parent sucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, it always reminds us that we're all in this together. Yep. We're all doing our best, whether we're doing our best playing something miserable with our children <laughs> or or actually succeeding at sure. doing we what we didn't probably share today were actually glorious golden moments sure. of actually having fun with our kids. But that's not what this show is about. No. That's not why we're here and that's not why you're listening. That's let's right. Be honest. That's yeah, let's be honest. There are a million blogs out there that you know, celebrate themselves being amazing. Yeah. That's not us. Yeah. Um, so let's all try to be nice to each other. Let's all try and encourage each other. Uh, and be understanding towards ourselves yes. as well about our own maybe deficiencies sometimes. Deficiency? Who are you talking to? <laughs> um, yes, let us try and do that. And uh, as always, you're doing a great job out there. And you're doing a great job, Teresa. So are you, Viz. Eh, we're all right. Uh, so we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got thrown down mama blues. Said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, got MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.